about the wanderers in all gold and black You better retreat cause we're on the attack The strength of the wolf is the strength of the pack We're Wolverhampton, we're on our way back Well hello everybody, welcome to episode 283, that is 283 It's the ENS Wolves Podcast, late night London loving, with your host Nathan Judah and Wolverhampton Wonders reporter, Mr. Liam Keen. Liam, how is it going, Bebe? Uh, I'm living life in the mansion, mate. Oh, it's, he, uh, it's been it's been a long time. You've you've been patient. You've you've dropped a few hints here and there. <laughs> you've you've been a little bit jealous and people have been in visiting, but you've worked hard. I've tested you. You've come through everything that you've been asked of you. The peeps are happy. You've got the London invite. Is it? Is it everything you expected? Everything and more. Oh. Especially when we're cuddling in that double bed tonight. Oh, mate, you know it. <laughs> with, a, with an electric blanket from Kettle and Toaster Man. No, I'm going to go Commando, I reckon. Oh, here we go. No, <laughs> no, no lunges, please. <laughs> no, it's very nice. I'm glad to have finally graduated to, uh, to London life. Like I said, we built it up, but it is literally a bed sit in Brixton. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to give any details away, apart from the specific address when I tweet it out about <laughs> about one thirty tonight. Um, but it's very nice. I'll leave it at that. It's um, it's comfortable, mate. It's fine. It's a nice little. It's a, it's a it's a nice little place to to crash. I does, must admit. Does the job. Um, nice little day, aren't we? You you drove here today. You've got your little uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> park the car. Do you want to uh, tell the peeps about your little uh, car parking experience? Yes, I mean, you say my little car. I mean, it's, it's a brand it's new, nice, yeah, yes. brand new seventy-two plate Hyundai i thirty. It's you know, it's, it's for a company car. It's not bad, is it? Nice car, does the job. Gets you made to be. It's very. I think it's very nice. I'm very happy with it. Um, and as you say, it's a company car, so I don't pay for it. So dream, mm, can't complain. Um, yes, you you met me outside um, after going through the gates. You took me through down into the car park. Um, I very carefully reversed and then pulled forward to park next to a red Ferrari. <laughs> um, Opposite that red Ferrari was, um, I, I believe it was two other Ferraris of, uh, of, of, of different colours. I think it was a blue and a yellow. Um, I believe they were Ferraris anyway, or maybe Lamborghini. Yeah, I I think there's, a, there's a Lamborghini in there, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a car expert, but either way, very nice car. Not quite the Hyundai, I think. No, but, no, no, you know, no they, they were They were decent cars. You know, we, we had a wonder upstairs um, walking through the, uh, what I can only describe as a multi-million... <laughs> Pound car park past a couple of rollers, yeah, a couple of yeah, exactly. Some very nice automobiles, um, and he, and you brought me upstairs to uh, this lovely abode. It's um, it's nice. We've got a little bit of scram before the game, um, which was um, which was delicious, which was close by in Vauxhall where we are, and then got an Uber boat uh, to the game, which is travel in style. Well, I say we got an Uber boat. <laughs> Um, oh, however, however, the picture that I tweeted out, which was lovely, as the sun was setting, and we were going to get the um, the five eleven pm uh, Uber boat to uh, Putney Bridge, where we we're going to walk across, never arrived. <laughs> <laughs> got to five twenty five, we're like crap. Uh, might have to get on the tube here, so we tubed it, but we got there. And um, no, it's been it's been it's been thoroughly nice experience. I've enjoyed it. 
Um, and uh, and you shall be sleeping here tonight. We're both leaving tomorrow early. So basically, why are we doing the podcast tonight is because I am going away next week. So unfortunately, I shall be away until Friday. But we wanted to give the give the peeps their fill uh, after an action packed and plenty of storylines um, that I think we can discuss tonight after the one more draw against Fulham. Uh, but yeah, let's let, let's crack on, Keena. Let's crack on. What did you make of it? We'll go we'll go through plays in a little bit. But overall, before the game. You sat there, you're watching it, it's 15th versus 6th on paper. Uh, would you have taken a 1-1 draw? Would most people have taken a 1-1 draw before the game? Yes. Another reason being that I predicted it, so obviously I want to be right. You did, correct. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to the winner this week. Yes. Um, another so- another uh, prize we're giving out. <laughs> More money out of your pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think I definitely would have taken it beforehand. Uh, I did, as we were making our way... On the tubes over to uh, over to Craven Cottage, I did say to you, I've got a funny feeling it might not be quite a thriller. It might be a nil-nil. It might be a bit of a ball draw. Um, Twenty minutes in from your tweet, mm. it was pretty much that, wasn't it? It was, it was pretty shocking. It wasn't the greatest game. No, I mean, it wasn't a good watch. Quality-wise, I don't think it was necessarily poor, but it wasn't exciting, you know, by any means. And um, sorry if uh, I make some noise. I'm just about to open a mini baby bell. It's got to that part of the night where wow. we got back. We're hungry. You've had some homemade chili con carne. Correct. I've had a MoMA porridge, which isn't great oats before you go to bed. And um, there's a there's a big bag of mini baby bells light that are going to get demolished, by the way. We love a mini baby bell. They're very good, to be fair. Moorish. 40-odd calories, 5 grams of protein. Continue. Now we're talking. Um, yes. And um, and then, what, three minutes later in the 23rd minute, uh, Pablo Srabia lights the game up for us. And yeah. uh, I'll be honest, overall... I. Probably a fair result. I think after the injury to Cunha in the second half, Fulham had a lot more possession, a lot more of the game. Crowd were behind them. They were getting chances. Wolves were hanging on a little bit. Obviously, right at the end, Jose Sarr makes that incredibly important and incredible save uh, against Carlos Vinicius. His his header was definitely going into the bottom corner. Um, Overall, a fair result, I think. Wolves will be fairly happy coming away with a point on the road at sixth place, Fulham. Yes, on paper you can say, and particularly that first half performance, Wolves maybe could have been three points better off this evening. But overall, I think I think a pretty a pretty good point. And um, Lobotegi is is happy enough. He's that's the way he seemed at least. You know, he says it's not enough. We need more points going forward. But of course. it's a point towards safety, and um, they've got some bigger games coming up. They certainly do. We'll come on to that in a bit. Uh, the good and the bad and the ugly. So I've got some players I want to discuss. So a little bit, you know, maybe a minute on each. Let's go with the goal scorer first of all. We've talked about it, and I, I thought he was probably disappointing against, against Bournemouth, as a lot of the players were. But he has threatened to, I think, um, break through. There's a lot of work that I think people don't see off the ball that Pablo Sarabia does. And it has looked positive in the majority of games that he's been involved in. Got his goal tonight and took it very, very well. Yeah, he's been very industrious, hasn't he, until this point. He's been, he works really hard, puts in the the nasty stuff at times that you don't always, as you say, see, but also don't want to do quite often for players. Um, and it, it hasn't quite come off from it for him in the sort of the quality department in the final third. And then today he got into quite a few good positions going forward. Um, he wasn't my best player, uh, if I'm honest. He wasn't my man in the match, which I know will come on to some mm. of the players. But um, just before the goal... Semedo and Jimenez linked up really well down the right. Semedo played it into Sarabia and he had a shot saved from a very similar area to where he scored because he was drifting in quite a lot inside from the right flank. And then the goal itself, 
again, work down the right side, cross-field pass over to, to Nunes, a very good cross actually to, to reach Jimenez at the far post, who nods it down to Saravia for, for his finish. So a nice work, nicely worked goal from Wolves overall. I think for him, um, a pretty a pretty solid, steady performance and, uh, and a well-taken goal. So I think he'll be happy enough. Yeah, and good to open his account. You know, obviously, yeah, obviously for, for new players. I mean, you know, of course, Craig Dawson is going to be the first person to score out of all the new signings. But you know, Jao Gomez has scored now. Dawson scored. Sarabi has scored. Uh, you were waiting for a little bit, but um, <laughs> but you know, look, it's, it's good that they're, they're getting off the mark early, early enough, and um, hopefully that will you know reignite Sarabia and get him scoring a few more between now and the end of the season. Now, the person I wanted to speak about. Um, is the next person in the good was Raul Jimenez, who we all thought, we all wanted to see him, well, we've wanted him, we've campaigned against him, trying to see him um, a little bit more, I think. And I understand that he splits opinion. And I think you cannot take the old Raul with the new Raul. And I, th I think you need to take them as two separate players to a certain extent. But you know the quality's there and you know that he can provide that. And he is a true number nine. You know, Matthias Cunha, is he a number nine? Probably not, but he, you know, Raul Jimenez, whether you like him or, 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 or loathe him in the way that he's been, you know, recently in, in the recent history, he is going to get you and take up those positions as, as a main central strike. And I thought he did that very, very well tonight. There have been times, and particularly this season, I'll take you back all the way to the nil-nil at Bournemouth in August, where you could very easily criticise Raul, and I did um, at the time, for, for some of the positions he was taking up. And one particular example where a cross comes in and all he has to do is get across his man near post and there's a potential goal there. Um, stands at the back post with his hands up in the air. He didn't do that for quite a lot of, well, before his injury and perhaps even part of last season. And then comes in today and he's taken up brilliant positions, holds the ball up really nicely, linking with players around him, working hard, very rarely gave the ball away. One of Raul, for me, one of his best performances for quite some time, I would say. Um, and, and also, I think this is the biggest positive, I would hope at least, is that he carried at least some sort of goal threat. And it's not just him that we can criticise with that. It's pretty much all the strikers, and hence why they haven't scored in almost a year. And also, the way that the team is set up, the way the team historically has played for the last year or two, they don't create many chances of strikers. He looked like he had a goal threat in today. He had a great chance when it was still 1-0 early in the second half, which he probably should have hit the target with at the very least. And, um, and overall, I was very impressed with him. And I hope that that gives him the little boost that, that maybe he needs going forward. I'm glad he got the opportunity. Yeah, um, I can't remember um, who asked the question, actually. There was a, there was a decent journalist at the end of the, in the pre-match press conference. Uh, I think it was the last question of the, of the afternoon where they said, um, you know, would he consider playing Raul and Cunha up top? And, and that, you know, they played well in the second half against Nottingham Forest. And would he consider it again? But I can't remember... Who that guy's name was? Yeah, was Jathan Nuda was I it? I think it was a guy who's turned to his first presser in two years. Oh, wow. yeah. it's absolutely astonishing! Hey, so you look, look, I've got to take a day off, and sometimes the Fridays, baby. But it was it was nice. It was a Thursday, so I got to hang out with Keen. I got to hang out with Lop, and uh, you know, fire a few questions. And look, you, I'm, my receipts in the post. And by three, and by a few questions, you mean one question? The and main one. And look, and it's the one that did the business tonight. The day before on the podcast, yeah. I've been saying. I hope Oh, don't, just you, give you me my credit. True. You know give that's me my, true Give as well. me my credit, Kino. Uh, come on, excuse me. Come I believe on. there was some. Come on. There was some Wolves staff that walked into the oh. into the uh, the press room today at Fulham and said, "We heard the podcast. 
looks like you're going to get your wish and it's going and to be pointed to me. It pointed. It was speaking oh, Liam, directly Liam, to Liam, me. Liam, Liam, Liam you're embarrassing yourself. Together. Just sometimes, just give me a bit of credit. That's all I'm saying. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not having it. I'm afraid. Oh bless I'm you. Not having it. Oh bless you. He's fuming. He's fuming. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to be out of the streets though, I'm not sleeping there. No, no, it's fine. Um, you can be wrong sometimes, it's okay. <laughs> Samedo, right back, I thought was excellent tonight. Um, did a really good job and probably my man of the match tonight. I would say Raul, okay. but Samedo's up there. I think, mm. he, I think he was very good tonight. Um, and actually, to be honest, I, I would have Raul and Lamina up there as the two, if I'm honest. Um, but no, Samedo, good going forward, solid in defence, overall a very, a very good, steady performance. Um, oh, so you didn't like Samedo much then? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I did. Lamina was good. Lamina was good. Um, the bad tonight. Um, look, I, I didn't think he was he was terrible bad, but Matthias Nunes didn't do much for me tonight. No, I, I'd agree. I, From I've the starters, done my player ratings already, which will be out Saturday morning, so mm. same time as this podcast. Yes. And, um, and uh, and yeah, he was one of the lower lower scorers of the uh, of the starting eleven as well. Um, a few very nice crosses. The, the one obviously that led to the goal was yeah. was, was good, but overall just not, more. not enough impact on the game. Drifted in and out, a little bit anonymous at times. Had his moments, but um, not a bad performance. Better than the Bournemouth performance, but overall in isolation, you know, he needs to do better than that. And the ugly, obviously, we're going to come on to him now. Um, is Mateus Cunha looked in score, but that, that's not the reason. Of course, the the concern when he went down with the ankle injury, uh, long, long, long stoppage, um, and eventually stretched off, uh, much to the um, dismay of Fulham fans. Uh, it seemed like eight, nine, ten minutes. I think. Well, the eight minutes added on at the end, but plenty of time. And actually, I think it disrupted Wolves at the time, um, and kind of gave Fulham a bit of impetus. And, and obviously, they scored shortly after that, but. What's the latest on on Cunha? Of course, lots of games coming up now, so it is a concern. What's uh, what's Lop had to say after the game? Yeah, it did look nasty, didn't it? Because he, you know, he was down for for quite a while, as you said. He looked in a lot of discomfort, head in his hands. Uh, he's quite an emotional player, anyway, so you don't want to read too much into that. You know, he might just be concerned as to how bad it is, and obviously doesn't know at that point. But um, it didn't look good on the pitch, anyway. Um, I asked Lop about it after the game. As you expect, every manager always says, we don't know the extent of it, we need to find out, we need to hear from the medical team tomorrow in the coming days, etc. And he said all of the above. However, he also added, um, he confirmed it was an ankle injury, first of all, which I suspected it was, but needed to, to, to be sure. And then said he'll be having an MRI scan tomorrow. Um, that's never a great sign. It's never a great, it's never a great sign. I mean, I think it's difficult to speculate. And it's, it's obviously... But... You've got to say he's a major doubt for Liverpool. Easily, easily. Um, I, think, I think that's fair enough. Uh, look, it, it, it could come back with absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they think it's worthy of having a scan is not not the best sign. But and when, and the fact know, he had to come off the pitch. Exactly, know? and stretch it off as well. Because yeah. he tried to stand up and tried to walk off and he, he sat back down straight away mm. and, was, and was struggling. So, um, obviously, this is you know only a few hours after the game. As we're recording this, we're waiting to hear more. But, um, yeah, one to watch and, and hopefully, for his sake and for Wolves' sake, not too bad. Um Look, another night for Wolf Strikers not scoring, and we're getting to that dreaded day. I mean, I know you discussed it briefly last week, but it is almost a calendar year without a Wolf Central striker scoring, which is still astonishing and, and you know, a massive cause um, of the root of the problems, really. Two games to go mm-hmm. for a striker to do it. To do it, they got Liverpool away on uh, on Wednesday and Spurs at home on the fourth because it was the March 10th was the date at home to uh, to Watford last uh, last year, the 4-0 win. 
Uh, and obviously the, the Newcastle game comes on the 12th. So uh, It's become a narrative though, hasn't it? I mean, look, we, don't, we don't want to talk about it, but you have to talk no, about I, it. I, I mean, and a lot of people will pick this up it, you know, going forward. It's a massive talking point, it really is, because it encapsulates all of Wolves' problems pretty much into one stat, doesn't it? Um, but look at the way that the Wolves have really played for, the, well, this season and last season, to be honest. They have largely played with, with one striker. At times, Bruno played with no strikers, sometimes enforced, sometimes not. And um, and they very rarely have a creative player in and around that striker, whether it's another striker to go to pair with them or someone like a Pedence mm. in behind or Sarabia in behind or a player like that, or even Nunes slightly further forwards in maybe an eight position, but more centrally. As I said, we didn't we saw him in the 10, I, I didn't like it. Mm. Out on the left, he's, he's up in the air, the jury's out on him over there. but. Overall, you need players to get close to these strikers. I wanted to see Cunha play alongside number nine. We saw that today and it provided good results. Um, overall, I feel Wolves could have done that a hell of a lot more. And that's what's preventing these strikers from scoring. Because look at this, the, uh, the the chances created. Koss has had several decent chances. Probably should have scored a couple. Other than that, Raul and Cunha mm. barely had anything to sniff at in the Premier League. Um... Look, I mean, I did the did the carnal sin of when they were one 0 up, looking at the table, and it looked very, very rosy indeed. You know, they were they were thirteenth when they were winning one 0 level on points with Crystal Palace in twelfth, and and only two points away from Villa in eleventh, and then the, you know they equalise and, and Wolves stay fifteenth uh, on twenty four points. Okay, there was that four point gap. Of course, all the teams have got a game in hand over Wolves at the moment, but that four point gap to West Ham in eighteenth. Look, 24 points from 24 played. If they carried on at a point a game between now and the end of the season at 38, that's probably going to be enough to stay in the Premier League. Now, we don't want it to come down to that, but you think that that's, that, that might be enough. Saying that, that's one game out of the way with a point. For me, they need to win one of Liverpool, Spurs or Newcastle and get three points. I think you're probably right. Or draw all four, obviously. But I think I think they need to, realistically, and if they're going to get beat, I think they need to win one of those three. Yeah. Just to keep that little gap going, which, you know, it'll get closer and it'll get further away. But I feel like a vic- it's essential for me that they need to get one victory in the next three. And it's of course, it's possible that the teams around them could get nothing between now sure. and, and the end of those three. But I think you're right. I think you have to get something. And we said it on the last, last podcast. I'll say it again. Spurs at home for me is the one. That's the one. I think you. I think you go to win that game. Obviously, you want to go to win every game, but I mm. think that's the what that you should be targeting. Newcastle away, tough. Wolves have often got results, but it's not. They've you know been a lot of draws, yeah. so you can get a point there. Yeah. Maybe beat Spurs. Liverpool is it's a free, it, not a free. It's, it's not. Of course, no, it's free. Every game you've got to go, though, but it's difficult. Isn't it, it is difficult, regardless of the, of the previous result. Of yeah. course, Wolves can go there and get a result, yeah. but right now it feels like Liverpool are. Maybe turn the corner slightly in their consistency. The fact that they're not in the Champions League anymore mm. is going to play to their advantage a little bit. Well, Virtually. they're not in it yet, yeah. but they are pretty much out. Yeah. Um, so that one feels like a difficult one to me. But the other two, I think Wolves have to try and get four points. So it's finding the, I guess, the golden ticket and, and the correct winning formula. And let's let's just say. Let's rule out Cunha for the short term, okay? Let's rule him out for at least Liverpool and, you know, maybe Spurs. What combination of strikers, we saw Cunha and and Raul tonight with Sarabia, 
what kind of combination of strikers from Costa, from Raul, from Sarabia, from Pedence, Traore. Um, what what are you? Huang is obviously coming back sooner rather than later. What do you think will be um, the preferred choice of Lopetegui? What would you pick, or do you think it's going to be a fluid situation again? If I'm honest, I wouldn't play Jimenez and Costa together. Um, I don't think that that has many legs, if I'm honest. Um, so I'm not I'm not entirely convinced about that. I think the the player that springs to mind for me to play off Jimenez is probably Sarabia. And whether that is playing off him as a... More central than More centrally, that's an option. It means you probably having to play either Pedence and Adama either wing or you play a Nunes out wide and then maybe Adama or Pedence on the other side, which I can see him probably doing more more than the other yeah, two. It's very, very open and attacking. very attacking, yeah, exactly. So I don't think he'll do that. Um, the other option is he goes brings Nunes more centrally, plays a three with Raul as obviously more of a conventional number nine, which... I have more faith in doing that than playing Cunha there, not because I don't rate the player, but I don't think he's a number nine. So I, w- I think that's the way to go. You play Sarabia off Jimenez or you play Jimenez as a number nine on his own with players around him, um, either side of him rather. So there are options there. There are options, I, I'm, but I, I wouldn't play Jimenez and Costa together. I really wouldn't. Where, um, where are you with Nunes at the moment? He's moved, moved around a little bit recently. Um... Have we taken him out of his preferred position? Is he is he just, you know, struggling to adapt a little bit still? Is he still trying to find his feet? What's what situation? Because it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's clicked yet for Nunes, does it? No, so for me anyway. Yeah, I think he's do, he's, he's. Is he just having a role? And he's just trying to do the best in what he can in the role that's not one hundred percent natural mm-hmm. to him. In some ways, he's been sacrificed a little bit to do a job for the team, having to go out on the left, which he's done obviously regularly and did, or recently rather, and did for uh, against Fulham as well. Um, He's, he has times when he's bright and he does come inside. It's, he's not, you know, playing as a out and out left winger. He is coming inside, picking the ball up, and but it's not his natural position. Mm-hmm. I, I would prefer to see him as an eight in a midfield three, running with the ball from deep, arriving late in the box. I think that suits him a hell of a lot better, to be honest. Um, at the moment, he is doing a bit of a job for the team in the way that the Lopetegui is is setting up and um, and trying to get more goals and more creativity out of it. The problem is, I think he's being a little bit isolated out there. Um, and in that sense, he's being sacrificed a little bit. Um, I guess another one who, who could come into the, the equation, but it seems to me, especially with the team tonight, that it's going to take a lot more time that maybe people expected when they when they turned up at Southampton. And that's Pedro Neto, who um, hasn't been involved uh since has been obviously made that bench appearance, but then has played two 21 games, played the 21s games tonight as well. Uh, I guess 245 minutes worth of football, and it seems like he's he's a little bit further away than maybe what what we thought of when we saw that team sheet at, at, at Southampton. Yeah, he got another 45 tonight in the 2 2 comeback draw against United. Um, I think he is going to take a bit of time. Look, he's had. 45 against Arsenal, 45 against United, both of the 21s. Obviously, as you said, was on the bench. Um, unused substitute against Southampton and hasn't been on the bench since. And I think that's going to be the case for, for the at least the immediate future, the coming games, because he needs to he needs to build that fitness up. Look, he's had four months on the sidelines. An ankle injury is not exactly, not exactly fun. And, um, and he's had to build himself back up and then get himself back into a playing environment. So... I think be patient with him. Huang is only one or two weeks away, according to Lopetegui, from when we spoke to him on uh, on Thursday. So 
that's obviously a positive. Wolves have got a lot of options on the bench. Pedence isn't starting games at the moment and, and is an option. So, And obviously Dharma has been in and out. They, they've got enough options where they don't need to rush Neto. And I think rushing him would be a mistake regardless. So um, keep doing it as it is. And you probably, I think we both agree on this, you'll probably see the best of it next season. I think so. I think so. Um, right, Liam, I mean, it is a little bit nippy in here tonight. And when we do you know, go go toe-to-toe or head-to-toe, or is it just, um, are we just going to be... Big spoon, cough- little spoon. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm happy with a bit of little spoonage. Do we? It's going to be a bit. It's going to be a bit chilly. So, do we go with the warm, like single-heated uh, blanket for fifteen pounds from KettleandToasterman.co.uk, or do we go for the double baby, the double max king size heated under blanket for twenty pounds? What would you prefer? Twenty pounds. Twenty pounds. You can't can't go Mate, wrong, can you? The king size for twenty quid. It's twenty five pound more. Twenty pounds. Oh yeah. Are you in? Snap your hand off. Do we? And then we kind of like roll and go burrito style. So we're <laughs> like we're right in, squished yes. in. Um, but burrito style, but not looking upwards. Obviously, of course, both, both to one side because we want to make sure I'll get my arm over. Of course, and, you know, get nice and warm. Brokeback yeah, yeah. style, I love it. <laughs> um, or you can go for the naked cowboy costume on Kellen <laughs> Toasterman. <laughs> oh, that, or the YMCA look. These two aren't available on Kettle and Toastman. I'm just saying, oh, I'm but, you know, Amazon. I can't see the screen, you see, so I, I, you know, I believe everything you say. <laughs> um, I was got. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to buy you one. I'm going to buy you one, Kino. I had a decent night at the casino the other night, so I'm going to buy you one. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go and go and see um, Wayne Kettle and and uh, I'm going to I'm going to walk in and I'm going to promise you I'm going to go and buy you a. Uh, would you like a single heated one or would you like a double? <laughs> I mean, I feel bad that you haven't to spend any money on well, me. Well, so. it, it, was, it, was, it, was it was the poker players around me who donated. So let's upgrade the double. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's the keen that we know and love. Damn right. Oh, And I'll tell Rosie I paid for it. Make of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> Only you could, 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 go, could, could, could get make a tenner out of the situation. That's uh, uh, 10 quid, please, love. Oh, <laughs> I'll take that straight to the bank. Unbelievable. <laughs> I forgot to tell you last night, actually. So, so I took the train down... After the press conference yesterday, um, uh, Kino dropped me off. When I said drop me off at the station, oh, he on. literally dropped me off. I mean, it was a good 500 yards from the station. It was hardly anything. It was unbelievable. I've done that walk several times. I was nervous. I was scared. There were people looking at me weird. Um, I'll yeah, be it's honest. Probably because you had a uh, was it a Prada bag or something? <laughs> on your audio? It was so ridiculous. What's this? What's this LV sign? What does that mean? <laughs> um, so I got the train down. I'm sure the players were delighted to see me as, uh, as Wolves got the same train as I did. Got in, went straight to the casino, was in there till midnight, which was fine. Did okay. Hence well why we're looking after you. Well done. Um, walked out to get a taxi. Now, people on the streets, and there's obviously a lot in London. Do you know what I mean? There's people, Wolverhampton everywhere. Like, I am of the thinking when I see people there and they're asking for money, um, I very much... Um, give every single time because I'm like whether people say they're scamming or you know they've got another person or they're, they're, they're an X amount a year whatever like for me when they were born they did not want to be they did not see themselves sitting on a flipping pavement wherever they are asking for money I don't care what it's going for yeah it's fair enough yeah yeah that's fair enough so I'll always give a bit of money but obviously since COVID everybody's on you know, they don't carry change around. I've just come out the casino. I haven't got like, well, I've got cash, but the big, 
fifties, you know. Let's be honest, okay. And I'm a nice, but I'm not that nice. I, will cash. I mean, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, I've got eight grand on me. But, <laughs> but. No, but there weren't, you know, you know it's better change or even a five or whatever. So, so he asked me. So, so it's like a young guy just outside Leicester Square, about to get into a cab. It's like, oh, mate, I haven't got any change. I'm really, really sorry. Um, and you know what he does? No, he pulls, oh, mate, it's he unbelievable. pulls a car machine out. He pulls a car machine out. No. He pulls a car machine out. And he goes, oh, I'll take car, mate. It's okay if you've got a couple of quid. What do you do there? You still say no. I did say no. I said, sorry, mate, can't. I can't. I, you can't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm... You can't trust him, I'm afraid. You know, he... you know I'm a generous kind of guy. I like to be a generous yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Yes, you are very generous. And so I will always... treats to the games. Of course I do. Time. Of course I do. I bought you a grenade lemon... Oh, no, it was an Oreo. Oreo. By the way, it was really good. good. Very good. Really good. Um, and, uh, and so I, I was like... I had a thought to myself, like, do I do it or not? And I'm like, I can't. I, I can't. That's just a step too far. Maybe that's me being terrible. Terrible person, but I couldn't. No, I, I wouldn't do it either. Not because I wouldn't want to give the money, but because you, you don't know I what... I don't know what the card or whether it's scrambling your numbers exactly, or... You, you don't know what he's typing in, first of all. You don't know what you know where that information's going. Yeah. No, no chance. And also, how's he got, how's he got a card machine? Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean? What are you going to do? There's oh, a WH yeah. Smith on the corner that's missing <laughs> a card machine right now. Thanks. <laughs> right, so, so, yeah, so I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir, but um, yeah, I had to... Had to say no on this occasion. Anyway, I digress. Um, right, let's uh, let's move on to football prizes before we go on to some questions from the beautiful people. Unless there's anything you want to talk about, Kino, to uh, fill uh, 30 seconds while I find football prizes because <laughs> I didn't have it. I didn't have it up on the screen. Well, thanks for um, thanks for dropping me in. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, so, excellent news. <laughs> so uh, how are we gonna how are we gonna try Okay, this I found it. I found it. That was enough. That was enough time. Okay. You're welcome. Um, Wednesday night, seven. Sorry, yeah, Wednesday night, seven thirty. Jean Moutinho signed custom LED frame, uh, home shirt plus ten. Yes, ten instant win prizes included. Aurel Jimenez signed and framed Wolves montage. Uh, Johnny Otto signed and framed Wolves montage. Mm. Um, five pounds worth of prizes and site credit. You've got four days, 18 hours, 55 minutes and 18 seconds, 17, 16, 15, 14 left. Three pound <laughs> 95, there are 199 tickets of which 60 have been sold already. Liam, there are 199 tickets available. <laughs> 60 have been sold. How many's left? One, three, nine. Hey, look at this boy. Look at this boy. Good at all. It mate, they don't give you a D at GCSE mass for nothing. <laughs> top man, top man. It's not the only D. <laughs> <laughs> right, questions from the beautiful people. Shall we crack on? Let's do it. Okay, Richard Fletcher, straight up tonight, says, Has Daniel Pedence ever made a good substitute cameo? Came on tonight. Interesting what we both thought when he did come on as well at the time, Liam, and, and you know, didn't really have an impact. Well, the first thing I'll say is we know Rich, don't we? Former, we do know former Rich. Star, but yes. I know, I know, because I follow Rich, that I know that he's, he's not a Daniel Pedence fan. So that's the first oh, thing. Oh, okay. So I will I will caveat what I'm going to say with, I think I rate Pedence more than he does, which is, you know, each to their own. You've got your own opinion. That's not a problem. But I completely agree with him here. Um, Pedence is often not very good off the bench. I'll be, I'll be honest. The only one I can think of to answer his question is... This season, again, I didn't think I'd mention nil-nil away at Bournemouth in August twice in the same podcast, but I'll mention it again. Mm. Off the bench, he was excellent in that game. Wolves almost scored and, and well, should have scored in the last 15, 20 or so. Um, but you're right. He, he, he doesn't have a big impact off the bench. and I don't really know what the answer is to that. It feels to me he's the kind of player 
that takes a little bit of time to get himself into a game. I think from a start, when he gets the feel of a game, how up for it he is, the kind of positions he takes up, the first few touches, that's when you know what the kind of game you're going to get out of Pedence. And, um, and unfortunately, off the bench, it doesn't, off, more often than not, doesn't come off. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I agree with that. I concur. Um, Andy Smith says, Liam, what is in the top drawer of Nathan's bedside cabinet? Have a rummage and tell us what you find. Can I go have a look? Uh, probably best you don't, actually. <laughs> joking <laughs> no but i tell you what though uh, everybody has these days but i am um, when i was uh, living at my parents house and I've, it's still there to be honest uh we lived in the top on the in the top floor and um, fifth floor uh no only the third <laughs> uh, and um in the old be bedroom cabinet mum did, did discover one day the old zoo zoo magazines oh and nuts i forget how old you are yeah do you don't have, you don't have zoo and nuts those days don't no i'm aware i'm aware of them oh but, but you are <laughs> but uh being being considerably younger than you right um, considerable I. <laughs> those weren't the those weren't the go-to the internet was around let's put it that way liam i've i've gone to your zoo magazine and and I read page four and I turned I turned the turned the page and the next page said twenty-six They were stuck together. I get I get the joke. Have you got absolutely insane? <laughs> oh dear. Mate, it's late night pod. Vicky Lawton says Raoul has to start every game. He holds the ball up well. Cunny seems to be a bit lightweight for me at the moment. Start every game I think is a little bit of a stretch because there's been there's been plenty of times when he hasn't performed. That could be the longest he stayed on the pitch for tonight, Raul, is it, this season? <laughs> for, it's got to be up while. there. It's got to be up there, yeah, definitely. Um, but after tonight's performance, he starts for me against Liverpool and he keeps his, he keeps his place provided that tactically it makes sense and, the, and that he's still performing. Also, um, Vicky says, what was your favourite Alco pop in the day? Well, oh. I said, uh, do you want to crack one open now or is it too late? I mean, if you're gonna have one, I'll, I'll have a little hard. I've got a little hard seltzer. If you'll you have one, I would say no. All right. What do you want? Do you want a do you want like that Coors or do you want a hard seltzer? Different flavour ones. The soda with the vodka. I, I would go seltzer rather than Coors. I'd say. Okay, so we'll seltzer this time so we can hydrate. You talk about yours, and I'll bring them. Well, what can I just shout over to you quickly? What flavours you've got before? Yeah. So mango and pineapple. Mango and pineapple if you can't hear him. Or. Or. Lemon and lime. Oh, that's a tough one. I'll go. Oh, I'll... there's a beaver gamma thing. There's a what? Beaver. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Beaver town. That's beaver it. Town. Yeah. Um, no, I'll go. I'm going to try and stay off the beer because I'm on a. I'm on a. I'm on a health kick. I'll go mango pineapple, please. It was a close call though. I like both of those flavors, but. Um, look, he is very generous, isn't he? You are. You are good. See, this is live. This is, a, this is a live... Some mango hard seltzer. Thank you very much. Should we open it at the same time? Yep, you can hear it on the, uh, on I'm the mic. I'm going to scream some... <laughs> burst some eardrums here. <laughs> yeah, Cheers, pal. Cheers, in. pal. Here's to the uh, big 1-1 uh, one -one draw. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you big game. I think that's nice, mate. That's good. That is good. That's very good. Um, so what did you go for? What did you say? What um, was it to Vicky? It, so... <laughs> After all that, my answer's not very good. I can't remember the name of it. Wow, <laughs> come on, mate. There was one... I tell you what it, I like. I like a, I, I do like a desperado, but a tequila. Have you had one of them before? Yes. It's like it's yes. like a coronary tequila. -y. It's got a little tequila sort of taste. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's more. That's that's a beer though, isn't it? Oh, it's a bit of a lager. Um, like, Alco pop is. I didn't mind like okay, hooch I used to have back in the day. Hooch is alright actually. And uh, I didn't mind an Iron Brew Wicked. 
I don't think I've had that before. Oh, it's nice. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. No, there's one that is basically a cheap version of WKD that in uni clubs they would sell for like a pound. Um, which, those were decent. When you say it's a cheap version of WKD, <laughs> that's when you know you're up shit creek. That's a premium brand, my friend. My God. <laughs> Crikey. Um, Joe Davis, how many points do you think it will take to stay up this season? I think from I think I'd stick with my answer from probably quite a while ago. I think I said about thirty six. I think that feels about right. I think you're right about that. And and look at you know, like I say, if Wolves go on with what they're doing, they'll be on thirty eight. They should be okay. But you want to get past that forty mark, and you want to get safe before the last two or three games of the season, don't you? Of course not. I, I, yeah, you don't want to be going to that Everton game, the last oh home God. game. Someone... You know, as a six point. I mean, that is just absolutely. It makes me, um, well, I guess my stomach turn at this moment I in time. I saw a few fans tweeting about this earlier in the week. Oh, really? Um, about the, I think it was, I'm trying to remember, the, if I, I hope I got the year right. I think it's 2011-2012 season, or it might be the following season. Either or, when Wolves stayed up on the final day, uh, lost 3-2 to Blackburn. Um, Stephen Hunt's goal kept them up. Mm. Um, going into that final day, there was one point separating five teams. I mean, my word, I could not deal with that. Away at Arsenal, final day of the season. Wolves one point away from possibly going down, needing a result. I think I might actually have a heart attack. Oh, God, that, don't. That'd be, that'd be so painful. I couldn't go through that. Um, Oldie but Goldie Wolf Sue says, does Julian listen to the potty? You both have been asking for him and as a you to play together. Gutted that Paulinho stuck his foot in to ruin it. Hopefully not a bad injury. I didn't know it's Paulinho. Typical, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> the man yeah. that Wolves could have had if they wanted. Crikey, what did you make of him tonight? Um, he wasn't quite as influential as he was at Molyneux back in back in August again, wasn't it? The, the reverse fixture. Mm. Uh, decent, decent enough. But overall, he's had a very good season. To be fair to him. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I've got no idea if Julian listens. I suspect he doesn't. <laughs> but people probably around, someone around him will. People around him will, but yeah. I don't think he will. No, no, he's, he's got no time for us. He's got far more important things to be listening to us drinking hard seltzer. at quarter to one in the morning it's probably not a good look um one thing i wanted to and a lot of people are disappointed with the substitutes tonight and i don't know what you, look i might not be listening to you liam so you could have already mentioned it already to be honest but when you're talking about daniel pedence and also jao moutinho came on tonight and we both were quite shocked that jao gomez didn't come on tonight and we thought that that might have been someone who, who lopati would have looked toward and and obviously didn't get on tonight. Mm. I wasn't shocked that those two players came on, but you're you're right. I, I do feel that it was a game for Gomez to come on in those latter stages as well. Um Matinho came on and played a sort of number ten role again behind Costa. Um none of those subs really worked to mm. be honest. Um players I like for individual reasons of course um, but we've already gone over Pedence didn't have an impact Matinho I don't he's not a number 10 but he keeps having to shoehorn himself in there or be shoehorned in there you know without his own his own, his own say so um, and Costa very ineffective didn't particularly work that hard um, didn't get anywhere near the ball let alone defenders uh, didn't put himself about or make himself a nuisance. Overall, the subs didn't really work today, um, but I didn't, particularly on Pedence and Matinho, uh, I said it in the video after the game as well, I didn't feel like it was a game for them as individual players mm. to come on and make an, an, an impact. The problem is they didn't have many other many other options. So, yeah, what, what can you do? Andy Robbins says, Will you make Liam Keane star knock and run on Mishy Batshuayi's gaff? You want a quick uh, go up to floor? So we're on floor 26, so he's on 27. 
I thought we were on 27. Oh, yeah, well, he's on 28. Right? <laughs> but he's yeah, directly above us. Sure he won't be there. He won't be there. How do you not know which floor you're on? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you, you saw me trying to go into uh, the underground today. I was just hoping for a going left or right. That's true. We found, um, that, found that place. Yeah, he won't be here. I'm sure there'll be someone in He's his, in Turkey, in but someone will be there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But, no? <laughs> but a couple more hard seltzers, mate. You never know. They are delicious. <laughs> you're anyone's. Uh, right. Wolf fan says, Wolf out of water. Thank you for doing a late night session. My question is, is Fabio the missing piece? Oh, interesting. Um, I don't think it's fair enough on him, actually, to f- phrase it that way. But I do think there's a, a there's space for him and an opportunity for him to come back next season, regardless of where Wolves are, and make an impact. So um, I would like to think that the loans have um, have benefited him. You know, he's, he's done well at both Anderlecht and in his short time at PSV. Got his second goal for PSV the other night um, against um, against Sevilla in, in in Europe and got an assist, I believe, as well. So, yeah, he's getting there. He, you know, he's improving as a player. He's still very very young, and um, and I would hope that yeah, he'll he'll come back and and have some sort of input. Uh, okay, good stuff. Um, Andy says, can you both get into any Premier League games as a journalist or only Wolves games? Well, Andy. I'll answer this. Um, basically, we can get into any Wolves games that we want to. As as Premier League games go, yes, we can. Uh, we have to apply through the accreditation. Um, but if there is room there, then we we can go to games. I think you might remember that um, back in well, he was he was he was there at Craven Cottage tonight. Mister Mister Tim Spears made a made an appearance. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, looking very dapper, very uh, very Landoner. And um, very Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, as a lot of people describe him tonight, which is a top draw. <laughs> um, it's good to see. Good to see Tim. Um, we went to. Um, we managed to wangle Manchester City <laughs> versus Watford in the FA Cup final and uh, report on that, which was a stretch. But obviously, if Manchester City won, then Wolves were in Europe. So that was our. That was so. It, it always helps if you've got some kind of a of a key to why you're doing it. Um, but if there is room there, then we should. We, we normally would get would get in. Fun fact: I mm. was on as a news reporter when oh. that, that for that final. Oh, were I was, you? I was still a, a, a young news reporter at the Express. And Star. Fresh faced, fresh faced, and I um, innocent. I I covered that game from a fan point of view by going to sit in the Hogs' head and speak to fans, and uh, obviously it went well because City batted them six nil. Um, and I sat there and had about three or four. Drinks. Wow, what? So you drink on the job as you were a kid? On it? On it I'm like not, a car bonnet? I've not, not told you on that, but wow. yeah. Wow. about three or four drinks. Yeah, him is P45. I, was, I sat there living it and uh, had a... Steaming. Did, did a, I wasn't steaming. Steaming, I, getting paid. I, did, I, I, I had a couple. Steaming. And then I went and did a, you know, did a few fan interviews and then went home, but it, it was it was a good laugh. And you made up the fan interview as well, didn't you? No. <laughs> oh, that salsa was for peeing on me then. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, let's have a look. Uh, a lot more about Raúl Prudence, natural goal scorer, going to cost us our place. So a little bit negative. I mean, I guess on the back of the Bournemouth game, you can maybe it's a frustration there. You think that you're going to get three points against Bournemouth, or at least three from these two games. So you know, one point, and they're not they're not away from danger. John Clark says, "What's your favourite childhood theme tune? Thundercats or Paddington Peas for me? Oh, Thundercats, what a tune!" Yeah, a little bit before my time, really? I'm afraid. Um, thunder, 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 <laughs> thundercats. Yeah, I'm 26, you see, so it's Hear not the really... magic, hear the roar, thundercats are loose. Dinner. The, 
good rendition. Thank you. The one that comes to mind for me as a kid would mm. be would be the Pokemon theme. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch any Pokemon. Yeah, I, I would watch that as a kid. Pikachu play, was cute, though. Play the, play the games and that. Go on, then. Give us a rendition. <laughs> no Come chance. on. You said that if we if we didn't go to South Korea, you'd be straight in a karaoke bar, you'd yeah. have a few drinks. So I'll, I'll, and I'll do it there for well, you. Well, you've had a drink here tonight. Come on. I've not finished it yet. Well, come on. Just give us a little, little rendition. Or have you forgotten what it is? What, what, I, what I, it I actually forget the words, but oh, I do. Oh, come on. No, no, honestly. But it, yeah, it's a good tune, though. What was the one? What was the Nessie one? The Loch Ness Monster? Cartoon one? I don't know. Oh, it's really good. I've forgotten what it's called now. That was a, that was a good theme tune. That good that I can't remember what it was even called. Yeah, it, was, it must have been great. Yeah, buzzing. 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 <laughs> buzzing. Uh, right. Um, oh, James Brennan, would you consider playing Nathan Collins at right back? Has he played there previously for Burnley and would provide extra height from crosses and corners? Again tonight, we look vulnerable with high balls from the left to the back post. Um, in certain games or in certain moments towards ends of games, yes, because he has played there. He played there for Stoke, as, as you say, but from the start, no. I think Samedo's been overall pretty good. You know, second half he was poor against Bournemouth, but he was good to that tonight against Fulham. Overall, has been improved since Lopetegui came in, so I don't think he should be losing his place. Who wins in a co-host poddy WWE-style fatal four-way match? Liam Keane, Joe Edwards, Tim Spears, or Rosie Swarbrick? And he says, my money's on Swarbs. Go on, floor's with you. Love the pod, lads. I mean... Edwards has gone. He's gone early in the fatal four ways. <laughs> he's, been, he's been pinned three to one. Been pinned. Okay, fair enough. So uh, it's it's three ways. A triple threat. It's Keane. It's Swarbs, and it's Spears. There's an elbow from Keane. He's got the breast knocks. The table across the back. Spears. One, two, three. Oh, the crowd have gone wild. The uh, the favourite's <laughs> gone. The favourite's gone. Favourite. And it's Swarbrick and Keane. Uh, literally staring in each other's eyes. What's going to happen now? Oh my God, Swarbrick with the paint. She's spitting his eyes, the paint. She, Keane, Keane is all over the shop. He's gone, she's gone for the roller. Swarbrick, Swarbs, Swarbs. Oh it's God. all over, it's all over. Don't, don't give up your day job, mate. <laughs> oh dear, brilliant. Um, oh, Rosie's doing well though, bless her. Um, right, here we go. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else? Nice. We can't talk about that. That's very rude. Um, Wait, what? What is it? He's talking about... Um, Rich is talking about is um, Tim Spears coming and making it uh, menage a trois tonight. Oh, is, right. It's disgraceful. Um, I wish. <laughs> another, oh, another question. Two questions. Again, we can talk about it. Thundercats or He-Man? Now, He-Man was a good... That was a good intro, no? Before my time, man. Oh, come on. I, I, know, I, I know what they look like and who they are, but I don't really know anything about the shows or the, the song. The raccoons? Maybe. Remember the raccoons? No, nah, man. No? I'm a young buck, man. I don't know all this stuff. Transformers? Robots in disguise. Yes, I know Transformers. Okay. Um, and also, <laughs> um, he says, does uh, Raoul warrant um, a run of games now starting up front regardless? I think we said that in the last potty, didn't we? You know, you've got to... I think he deserves a run of games, not just a start, so... That's where it begins for him tonight, I believe. Start against Fulham, have a very good performance, follow that up, away at Liverpool. Uh, Kev Taylor, seriously, did their keeper make a save tonight? It's a fair point because Wolves were the better team in that first half, but probably didn't test the goalkeeper as much as they should have done. So, yeah, I can't really argue with it. I mean, yeah. Last one, John Wilkes says, oh, there's one second, I always get nervous with... Um, 
clicking on show additional replies, including those that might contain offensive content. One second, we're going to do it. <laughs> One second, content warning. This tweet author flagged show. Crikey! <laughs> There's two more questions. <laughs> no. Two more big um, ones. Right, okay. Uh, last one says, um, John Wilkes, can people stop holding on to a damaged game against Manchester City and realise he just isn't good enough? I think that's a little bit harsh. Come honest. on. Come on, John. He was the best player on the pitch last week I against uh, Bournemouth. And three great substitute appearances. Okay, didn't work out for him tonight, but I thought all the substitutes really underwhelmed. Yeah, and he was underwhelming tonight. I can't argue with that, but... I agree. All the subs were so. No, but I think I, th- you know, I think both of us would keep him um, if if we had the choice. But um, he, he's a better player than that. I, I think that's a little bit harsh. Quickish turnaround. I mean, I say quickish. They've got Friday night to Wednesday, so it's not terrible. Uh, Liverpool play tomorrow. Or, sorry, today. I guess you'll be listening to Saturday. Saturday night, seven forty-five. So you know they've got twenty-four hours on them. Not that it makes a lot of difference. We've talked about this before. But let's rule out Cunha. Um, what kind of team do you pick and would you make a plethora of changes from that side today that we could see at Anfield with Spurs in mind as well, you know, 72 hours later? I wouldn't make a plethora of changes. Um, Who's coming into the mix? I think Pedence from the start. I think away at Liverpool, I think, lends itself more to him than, than perhaps other fixtures. And to be honest, that would be my only change. I'd bring him in for Cunha and drop Nunes into a midfield three as a number eight. More of a 4-3-3. Play Pedence left, Sarabia right. Um, or either or, there's not a massive difference there. And then Raul, and Raul, Raul in the middle. And Raul as a solo striker. And I think for him as a more conventional number nine, that would that would work better than Cunha playing there, which obviously has been, been there previously. Sarabia comes inside, gets closer to him as well. I think that I think that would work. I think that's got legs. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I guess, I guess if you are going to play Pedence on the left, then this is, I guess, less likely to happen because you need a bit more protection in Bueno. But Reinhardt Nuri would he have a shout of playing at Anfield, knowing that you've got to score goals, maybe go a little bit, not gung ho, but. Get on those overlaps, whip those crosses. And I know Bueno can do the same, but someone who's maybe a little bit more attack-minded just because, you know, realistically, you're going to have to go to Liverpool and score two goals, aren't you, to get something from the game? Most likely, yeah. And I think um, if you look at the way and the way that they played, the lineup and the team, when Wolves beat Liverpool at Molineux 3-0, that was Nunes on the left, eight Nori at left-back, overlapping. Sarabia playing centrally with Cunha. It was Huang originally on the right, wasn't it, until his injury. So I could see a world where they play Jimenez central, Sarabia central, maybe Pedence on the right, Nunes on the left, and Eight Nori as, a, as, a, as the left back overlapping. Mm, yeah. I could see that. I could okay. see that. I could see that working. So more of a four four two. So there's two options there. I think. I think you know that second one, the four four two, has worked tactically against Liverpool already. It really did work. They targeted the centre halves. They targeted Trent in terms of the overlap. Mm. Um, and that worked really well, but how much have Liverpool and Klopp learnt from that game? That game at Molineux, and how much will will they change or nullify what could be the same lineup? So it'd be, it's difficult to say, really. Um, you can't write any game off, and I completely understand that. Would there be any kind of thought on Lopetegui thinking, let's pick a team, but let's identify? 
and I know you've spoken about it, that Spurs at home, really go for that Spurs at home game, which would lend him to, to potentially change it around a little bit more than what you think for Liverpool and getting to make sure that his nailed on best 11 that he wants to play against Spurs are 100% ready to go? There may be an element of it, i.e. eight Nori coming in, but I think... Or a Gomez or a Moutinho. Uh, yeah, I could see Moutinho as well playing, to be honest. But from a purely... You know, look at the game in isolation. He takes it game by game and, and wants to tactically break down each opposition. And I think he will just play who he thinks is the best 11 to beat Liverpool. Whether it happens or not is another thing. And then you, then you look at the, the challenge of Spurs and how you tactically break them down and the best team to beat them. So I think he will take them individually. And of course, there might be, again, individual decisions to make on, on players in terms of fitness, whether in the red zone, how you know, can they recover in time to play. And he'll have to make changes potentially, but I think he'll I think he'll play what he thinks is the best team to beat mm. Okay, that's fair enough. Um I'm gonna miss you, Anfield, mate. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna be skiing in, in Switzerland, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, you but I'll be watching. I'll be watching and I'll be, be making sure that I am close you won't by. Be watching. I'll be watching with some <laughs> cheese fondue, mate. Well, what is it? So it's eight it's eight o'clock kickoff uh, on Wednesday. Ooh, I, I believe it is, yes. I so that'll be so. nine o'clock in Switzerland. So I'll be there, mate. I'll be there cheering you on. Uh, from the Stokes back Friday and, and then obviously Spurs Saturday. Look, we'll do two predictions. Um, congratulations to our winner tonight because we said you said 1-1 one, one, Kino and it was 1-1 one, one, so he's won a full ice kit. Um, so we are giving away a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things this, uh, this year. We're getting a lot of predictions right. So make sure that you retweet the podcast when we tweet it out and get entered into the draw for not only Liverpool but also Spurs. So I'll give you the floor for the... Um, for the first game and we'll take your prediction and I'll do the Spurs game we'll take my prediction for the Spurs game how's that? Yeah I think that's fair Okay I'm going to say first of all I'm going to say Liverpool 2 Wolves 0 <laughs> You're just going to drop that on me like that. Yeah Now it's on to you um, this, is the, this is the one that's going to pay out baby This one's the one that's going to pay yeah, out Yeah it's going to pay the big money big bucks Desmond Desmond at Liverpool. Desmond. Wow, a Desmond. Come on. Are you? Do you believe that, Desmond? It's going to happen. A four-goal thriller. Four-goal thriller. Strikers scoring goals left, right, and centre. Uh, no, a Dawson double. Dawson double. Two-two. <laughs> Two-two. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm I mean, I'll bite your hand off for that. I take that. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll go with mine for Spurs. I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers two. Spurs one. Win. So we'll take that for me and then you, Kino. And that's the one for the... That's the one for the, that's the, one that's for the, one for the result, yeah. For the bet. Wolves three. Oh! Spurs one. Oh, look at that. Let's have it. He's had a drink. Four points from two games. Look at his... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's now pouring the uh, the vodka all over his um, hair. Oh, he's got it on. He's dancing now. It's, we'd better go. <laughs> we'd better go. It literally is 1am. The clock has struck one. Big Ben, can we see Big Ben? We can see Big Ben. Can we? Just about to strike one, yes. Um, do you want to go outside and listen to it? No, I'm not that bothered. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's been nice. It's been, a, I think this is the first Friday night podcast to go on a Saturday. I think we've done in 283 episodes. So there's a first time for everything. And as you descend into bedroom two later on, <laughs> there's still a first time for everything. <laughs> from me, from Liam, have a great weekend. Have a great week. Fingers crossed. Three points, Anfield on Wednesday night. Take care. Bye. You better retreat because we're on the attack. The strength of the wolf is the strength of the pack. We're Wolverhampton. We're on our way back.